We're live. nothing about this bells they got no idea bells they don't know they don't know what it's like to be drop dead sexy they don't know what it's like to be an 1111 boy they can only dream to be part of the 1111 crew so let's let let's let's give them a glimpse let's let them know what it's like tonight right here on WLR my name is Billy Ray Valentine Billy the kid Mecca G Cody loads Cody Nation is here representing hard. Hey, listen, let me say, let me let me tell my guy Hooper, who is the 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 minister of of immigration. He's been handling all all the all the requests to be a part of Cody Nation. You know, he's been he he wants to do it legally and orderly. Okay, we're gonna set up a freaking the military at the border. None of this nonsense that people just get to come over to Cody Nation. Right, we're not gonna do that. The Andrew Bello has applied for citizenship. In the uh, in Cody Nation, no, sir, that must have been fraudulent. We're, we're gonna we're we're gonna consider your application, sir. I gotta tell you, you got a lot going against you, but we will consider it. The first thing is you're wearing a, a Met cap. That's the first thing that we need to straighten out around here. Right. But 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 he is the god of thunder. He is incredibly sexy. What are we gonna do? We're probably gonna have to let him in. The Andrew Bello, what say you? I just first and foremost want to say for anybody listening, you know, the the three letter agencies out there, I was unaware that there would be hoes in this house. I was completely unaware. I know that sex trafficking, rape allegations, all this sort of stuff is hot right now, right? Like right, it, right, it's right, like right. that second wave of the Me Too, all the lawsuits are starting to pan out now and we're starting to get all this chicanery. I was unaware of any hose in any house right. that I was going to be in. Just want to get that out there. Well, good. Uh, I I was unaware that there were some hoes. In, I'm always unaware. I have to I have to rely on Bello to tell me if there are hoes in this house. But I do know my guy Hooper is here, and that's all we need. We're here in the Hami Media Group uh, YouTube page. The PW Hustle uh, YouTube page is it has been suspended. Uh, for about a week or so. Um, next week's WLR will probably air on both Hami Media and and uh, over on the PW Hustle. And of course, the podcast after that, The Andrew Bello. Please introduce the man. Are we just going to pretend that there's not a there's not another person here? You know, it's it's, it's muscle memory. It's a reflex. I just do <laughs> <laughs> Not really paying attention, you know. I just, I just do, you know. And 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 the Striz is sitting there, so I'm like, somebody has to introduce him. But the guys here, look at the, <laughs> you. If, if you didn't know anybody, you'd say Daniel Bryan is sitting here. But that's true. Um, a hoe in this. <laughs> he is a hoe, hoe in this house. house. I didn't yeah. know. Hell yeah, hell yeah, man. Um, and and he is kind enough and gracious enough to help us because otherwise we wouldn't be airing live. Uh, 
period. We would just record it and send it to you. But uh, Colin Weiss, <laughs> Colin Weiss song is here. You've somehow managed to put Striz to bed. Let's get this over with so we can introduce the guy and wake him back up. What's up, buddy? Right, fair enough. We'll get to Colin, I guess, at some point. But ladies and gentlemen, our main event of the evening. Ooh. And hey. he comes to us <laughs> from the land of the sun devil by way of the Denver airport. He stands at six feet, 6.6 inches tall, weighing in at an unbelievably svelte 666 pounds. All biceps. My God. He is... The master of the massive memories, the connoisseur of the colossal kachungas, and the honker of huge hooters. Yeah, it's still Triple H. Or is it, though? Maybe we don't want to be affiliated. He's sexy. He's stranglery. Strangler. Steve. Damn it, the crack at the end. That was my best <laughs> trying to be the, I don't know, the male Samantha Irwin, although, albeit slightly less sexy, I'll, I'll admit it. Boom. Are we doing boom. the boom? Do we miss it? There boom. It there you go. And I'm like waiting, I'm like holding my breath for the boom. Slightly less sexy, yes, and maybe perhaps she, she is, she is a. Not only the second greatest ring announcer of all times, but uh, quite an eye, quite a catchy young lass. Yeah, Hard to believe she's going out with our engaged to Ricochet. Kind of yeah. a weird that won't last. There. Too long. No, you don't think so? No, no, no. no he makes his way around the ladies' locker room. He was going out with a Katana Chance, and now her, and you know he's you know batting a thousand. Oh, what what can you that. say? But uh, what's going on, fellas? It's been uh, it's been a week. I can't believe we're back here again already. It feels like we were just here a couple days ago. So it's been the the, the rumble is the, the dust is settling, the smoke is clearing, and Billy Ray is gloating <laughs> as well. He should. He called it. He called it. I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm not gloating, motherfucker. Moi. No, no. See, it's no, one no. thing to call it. That's fine. He called it. Bravo. It's another thing to be foolish enough to want it. And, he, and that's and, that, and that's and that's where we right. are. Anybody can call it. Anybody yeah. can call it. We let's, all saw it. Let's, let's be, be clear. Let, let's be clear. Okay. First off, there's a hole in this house, Mr. Colin Wysong. How are you, sir? Oh, I am doing fine. You don't know how many times Bella had to shit on me for me to get on this show today. <laughs> there's a lot of shit. And we will talk all about that. Um, we, we got quite a bit to talk about, but but let's be clear. Um, uh, uh, Billy Ray Dom is the prophet. Didn't just call it. Okay. He didn't just call it. He's been calling it for a year now. Okay. Way before it was popular to call. And not only that, ever since we've been doing WLR, I have called every single Royal Rumble with the exception of one, the one that Drew McIntyre won. And that doesn't count because it was during COVID and nobody counts it. They don't even count his title ring. So, Wait a minute. You, you predicted Yokozuna was going to win the Royal Rumble in 93? Since we've been doing WLR, sir. Oh, my <laughs> We got to put that in the sentence. I can't just... 
I did. I said that. I think oh. I thought I did anyway. But 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 if we were doing WLR in 1993, I probably would have picked Yokozuna. W- WLR does right, well, come in space and time. So yeah, it's possible. That's true. That's all happening at once anyway. It's already out there. But uh, okay. Well then, quick quick trivia question. Okay, we'll put even put Colin in on this too. Who was the last guy to get thrown out by Yokozuna for him to win the Royal Rumble in '93? Don, bro, I don't know it. I don't know. Fuck. I do not was know. It Razor Ramon. No, it was not. Oh, oh Macho Man. Damn. Yeah, I remember. Macho Man. Now that you mention it, I remember it because I really wanted Macho Man to win. I'm picturing yeah. bright colors. So I'm like. <laughs> he went for the elbow drop, wins it on Yoko, and somehow goes on to him like a lateral wrestler. He's going to cover him. Yoko pushes him off. He takes the bump over the top rope. Right, right, right. Yoko wins the rumble. I, I, Macho Man never won a rumble, you no. know? Most people haven't. Well, I'm one of those... Show of hands for who's not won a rumble. <laughs> Show of hands. Cody wins two, right? And and there were two in Cody back Nation. To back. It's me back to back. Like like Stone Cold Steve Austin and like Shawn Michaels and like the immortal Hulk Hogan. Stone Cold won three in total. Right. He didn't win three in a row, right? He just won three in total. Right, right, right. right. He almost um, won ninety nine. So let's discuss this. Let, let's talk about this. I want to talk about Vince McMahon, right? We, we have to talk about Vince McMahon. Good riddance to bad rubbish, right? I mean, yep. he was just, he was, I mean, good good that he is gone. And and I hope he goes to jail if he did all of this. And guess what? I totally believe it. I believe every single word of it. JVD is in the chat. He said he never won the Rumble. But <laughs> you, won, you won the Rumble in our hearts, sir. JVD doing his thing how are you if you want to come into cody nation you know but just 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 hit up my dude hooper you're you're in the book you're good to go we will let you right in into into the uh, our 15 minute cities they're very nice by the way okay our freedom cities at cody nation okay so we're gonna talk about vince right we're gonna talk about uh, cody Rhodes. we're gonna kick off talking about cody Rhodes. i want to talk about cm punk uh getting hurt how much does that suck and how that could potentially alter the main event scene for WrestleMania, right? We have to we have to talk about that. I want to talk about the women's rumble that I, I really enjoyed very much. Jade Cargill, we want to talk about her. Uh, how do we say her last name, Bells? Cargill? Cargill? Yeah. Cargill, Cargill it is for you know, so want to talk about that. That was dope. Uh, Naomi coming out. Um, I love it. And I want to talk about Drew McIntyre. Please don't let me forget that. I loved that promo on Monday night. It's the best thing I've ever seen him do, man. That was fantastic. No Okada. Lack, lackluster Royal Rumble, I thought, but they did the right thing. Will Cody now go on to WrestleMania and complete the story? I think it is an inevitable fact that it's going to happen. He even pointed at Roman Reigns. They're trying to throw some shenanigans in there and saying, you should wrestle uh, Seth Rollins. Listen, um, I, I think that just serves to, to diminish Cody's character if he picks Seth Rollins. He has to pick Roman Reigns, and he has to beat him. has to happen. It's just the way it is. This is what the WWE booked themselves into. See, I like to say that I'm a prophet, but in reality, I just do the common sense thing. And I look at this for common sense, and that's the common sense. It should have been Cody. Cody wins. Bro, how do you feel, Bells? Can, can, can you tell me how it feels, how it feels that Cody Rhodes... Won the Royal. First off, how did it feel when CM Punk got tossed out? Right, 
And then after that, how did it feel to see Cody Rhodes winning the Royal Rumble? Like after all this time, after all everything you say, bes- besmirching the good name of Cody Rhodes and, and besmirching the good name of Billy Ray Valentine in the process. You know, I just, I just want to know. I just want to get your feelings on this. Tell me what's up, sir. Yeah, uh, no apologies going uh, my way towards Mr. Rhodes or Mr. Loads anytime soon. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it became apparent at towards the end. There was like, I guess, maybe the 1% doubt only because there were some reports from like, I think Sports Illustrated that like Gunther was in the running. So when he was there towards the end, it, it, it was kind of, you know, making making a little bit of sense. But then um, you've got. You you got Cody, you know, towards the end, it became uh, just apparent to me that it was going to be Cody. I think it was kind of obvious from the get-go it was going to be Cody, and I was just hoping against hope that they would come to their fucking senses and book around this guy. But nevertheless, um, so we got what we got. The thing that pissed me off the most about it, and Billy Ray knows this because I called him drunk as fuck immediately after the rumble at about midnight. (laughs) And uh, I told my wife, I'm like, yo, I got a call from Bells. It's freaking two in the morning. What's going on here, Uh, buddy? Yeah, the thing that was infuriating to me about it was the way that they booked Punk. And, like, maybe the injury played some factor in this in retrospect, although I doubt it. Um, But the way that they just kind of had him booked towards the end there where, like, you've got four guys. You've got Cody and two giant fucking mammoth motherfuckers beating on Cody. And, like, Punk runs in to, like, get involved. And it's like, ah, just this is so... Who whoever booked this is like never like has no understanding of like CM Punk's role in things, right? Like he's not the biggest guy, he's not the strongest guy, but he's typically kind of like, I don't know, he's like an edge type. Like he's like a, he's a triple H type. He's like the the master manipulator. He's the smart guy. That's how he's able to do what he does without being bigger and stronger and faster than anybody. Um, that and I guess his mic work provides for some degree of head game. This is all built into the character, but yeah, no, he's just, instead of letting Cody Rhodes get the shit kicked out of him, he decides to go over and help out. So that was infuriating. As soon as he yelled out, you know, I'm not losing to Dusty's kid or whatever. It was like, well, that just seals it. Um, You know, and then, and then the rest of it was just kind of inevitable from there. So it it was all kind of stupid. I, I don't know if, you know, like I said, maybe there was some some degree of a curveball thrown towards the end where, um, you know, Punk knowing he's he's hurt and he's he's going to go away kind of decides to kind of maybe be a little bit more heelish towards the end there because he hadn't really been fuck Dusty, fuck this, this, that, the other up until that point. But then then there it was like right at the end there. Um, So I don't know if he called the audible, if they called the audible, whatever it might have been, if there was an audible called at all. But it it was it was kind of weird because he's kind of been baby facing it since he came back. And now all of a sudden he's out here doing this sort of thing towards the very end there. But nevertheless, Cody wins. It's perfectly obvious. The main event scene you know, other than this little bit of drama that they're going to try to throw in there with Seth, I think it would be hilarious if they do have him go with Seth. And this is just this is their way of trying to justify it is this whole Seth comes out, explains the whole deal. He's rocking his blue suit, does a whole collar blue collar promo. It's uh, all very fucking on the nose. Uh, but nevertheless, maybe maybe they do try to have Cody go that route. And, you know, that there is a little bit of history here. The problem is, is that Seth's not really a heel at this point right so you'd have to like right. make him the heel here if you want cody to finish the story and this to really be like meaningful when he goes over seth at, at mania so maybe cody kind of turns him down and then he attacks him and he you know you know they, they start tying back to their beef right when cody first came on board 
he was kind of tying into this respect factor that he has for him since that period of time. And now maybe it's really all just resentment. Like, you know, all this stuff I've been, I've held this, this title. And now, you know, you, you're the guy everybody talks about. You're the guy on posters. Fuck this. And Seth kind of snaps and we get a heel Seth Rollins versus Cody. Otherwise this doesn't really work. Um, so, so maybe there's like a sliver of a chance of something like that happening, but no, it's going to be Cody. It's going to be Roman. And for that reason, it's all just meaningless from now until WrestleMania. And I, uh, I cannot wait for Damian priest to cash in like 30 seconds after all of this bullshit comes to pass. <laughs> very good. Very good. No, I think you made a really good point with, with CM Punk. And, and this is the thing with CM Punk. As much as I hate him, sometimes I love him. You know, and it, 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 that's the genius of this guy. Like, I'm like, why can't you just be this all the time? And um, uh, uh, Ray was here. Ray was in my in my home. I know, I know. I, I, I sh- that's. It's, yeah. I'm happy, Cody. When I, I needed something, make questionable decisions from time right, to time. Right, exactly. And I know, I know, I know. So he, he was here with his son, and his son said, um, "Punk just turned heel." You know, he was absolutely right. Punk, Punk adjusted. Right. And and uh, and did that. And, and I caught that when it happened. And, and it was it was genius. It was it was very cool because the, the people were solid, solidly behind Cody Rhodes. They wanted Cody to win. And and uh, Punk picked up on, you know, so he, he turned and did what he did. Also, I thought it was interesting uh, on Monday Night Raw with uh, with Cody and Seth that the, cr- the crowd was like, no, pick pick Roman Reigns the, the, universally. You know, so this is. And and I and I gotta say, even though I've been, I'm, I am the founder and 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 the president of Cody Nation. I didn't know uh, that that this would last. I, I was really shaky on whether or not he would be able to carry fan support from one year to the next. He's kind of done it. it. It's a it's a testament to him and the WWE, Triple H, and whoever else is handling the business. Striz, what is going on? The sexiest of the stranglers. What's up? Tell him. Tell him something, sir. What are you thinking? Well, um, I, I like the Rumble match. It, it wasn't as exciting as the, the ladies one, but I thought it was still pretty good. Right. And like Bella said, as soon as Punk was laying the smack talk, you knew that whatever, it's like such a formulaic thing in WWE when somebody starts doing that, they're the ones who are going to end up losing and pretty much shortly thereafter. And it had, was no different for when Punk did that. I wish they didn't add that part to it because it would just would have made you feel like he was still in the fight a little bit. But who even knows if he was even, you know, had the torn tricep at that point yet or anyway. Uh, but I'm not exactly sure what point of the match he got hurt. But um, I guess it's good that they were planning on Cody this whole time. I don't think they did call an audible. I think the plan was probably to go with Cody. And uh, Oh, no, Cody, there's, there's, Cody definitely, right? That yeah, was the plan. Because okay. there's, you know, there's options to what to do with him, whether The Rock pulled out and he can still work Roman or work Seth. The, the only problem with him working Seth now at this point with Seth having like the quote unquote broken back angle that he's been doing for three months now. Plus now he's got the uh the knee and everything. And so um you know you're gonna see Cody Rhodes who's in the prime of his life going up against the lame duck champion. And that does, what what's babyface about that? So I almost feel like in a way it almost makes Cody come off as a heel working uh, uh, an injured champion at WrestleMania to finally get the belt off the guy. That's the only way you could do it was to be the guy who's like, you know, uh, you know a supposed broken back and a, a terrible knee. So, you know, that doesn't really make Cody a very strong champion. So they have to do something where they either, you know, something was a work in Seth's thing, which could turn him heel. Like, oh, I was trying to throw people off the set by saying I had a bad back or by saying I had a bad knee. Like, there's no way I could have beaten Nakamura with a bad back. That guy's a killer. But they won't do that. <laughs> 
So it's, it's just, it puts Cody in a, in a, yeah, it's a championship match and everything. And yeah, it helps him to do that whole finishing his story thing. But, you know, also does, would you rather see him beat somebody who is at a hundred percent rather than, you know, like what Seth's been doing for like the last, I don't know, quarter of a year now. No, absolutely. Um, and, and, and that's where I think uh, Drew McIntyre comes in. I think they should give Drew McIntyre this spot. I, w- I want your thoughts on it, uh, Strays, before we go to Colin. I think they should give Drew McIntyre the spot, the main event spot at WrestleMania against Seth Rollins. This th- this whole thing that they did with, with Punk and and uh, and Drew McIntyre was dope. You know, Punk's promo was really good, but Drew McIntyre's promo was even better. Like yeah. I was like, ooh, <laughs> I didn't know they would go that route with yeah, it. Yeah, they, well, they were pulling from real life, which is what made it good. They, they used a lot of uh, real material. Right. Whenever you, whenever you're in there and you're in the ring and you're holding the microphone and you're pulling from somewhere real, it just comes across so much more differently than if it was a complete work. Right. And whenever you can pull from something that's real, you're going to do that. And that was such a great line when he was like, "I, uh, I prayed for this." It's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Man, you're. A, motherfucker <laughs> like who would ever pray for somebody to get hurt in the ring and here he is saying that that i thought that was like because he's been kind of like a tweener for a while you know what i mean but that was like definitely like the line where it's like okay yeah he's definitely a heel because you would never openly say like i prayed for you to get hurt like right. that's like the, the the drawing of the line kind of thing but uh if you work seth or you say you want uh drew to work seth rather than cody work seth is what you're oh, well, Cody! Cody's wrestling Roman Reigns. Okay, what about The Rock? How does that fit in? I don't know what The Rock is going to do, but gonna Cody's be wrestling Roman Reigns. If if The Rock goes into WrestleMania and wrestles Roman Reigns, he's going to get booed against Roman Reigns. And let me That's tell fine. you, if somehow, good. If somehow it works out that Cody Rhodes is somehow involved, he'll get booed when, and I said this even before the Rumble, he'll get booed in in, in favor of Cody Rhodes at this point. Cody, everybody wants Cody Rhodes to go to, to go to Mania and win and beat Roman Reigns. That's what people want to see. As predictable as, as it is, that's what people want to see. Mandir is in the chat. Mandir, I know you want to see it. Mandir is, is, you know, next level intellect, Babylonian mystery schools, the whole deal. Tapped into the Akashic Records. He knows the deal. Hey, Hooper, send the guy uh, his his residency papers. He, he's good to go. He, he's, he can come into Cody Nation. Matt Schaefer is in the chat. What's up, Matty? How are you? You can also come in to Cody Nation. You know, because because you know, why wouldn't we let you into Cody Nation? So so please come, but you have to go through Hooper. Hooper's handling all of this stuff. All right, Colin Weissman, how are you? There's some hoes in this house. Tell the people what's up. You know, I was I was worried the whole entire time watching CM Punk put people in that fireman's carry because the man was struggling so much. Like right. just I, the man's so old and brittle. He needs to work out. I mean, that's really his biggest thing because he just doesn't look like he takes care of himself. He's not young punk where he could just walk into the ring and just do it. He needs to he needs to get on the climate change and, and look like AJ. I mean, you got to get in shape. You got to take better care of yourself. Uh, Cody, Lo- Cody Rhodes, he was going to go over. We all knew he was going to go over. He's not wrestling Seth, but you got to like how they put the tease because right. everyone already knows that he's going to go after Roman Reigns. Um, I think we should have somebody. Drew McIntyre is totally worthy 
of Seth Rollins, but that might be where Damian Priest cashes in. They might throw uh, they might throw uh, Drew McIntyre in there. I'd love to see like a Carmelo Hayes, you know, uh, bring in someone, a surprise to to come in after Seth uh, Ludwig. Ludwig was was uh, had a really good showing at the Rumble. Uh, people seem to like Ludwig or or uh, or Gunther. I'm okay with any of these people uh, coming after Seth for his title. Um, but I enjoyed the Rumble all the way around. I think uh, Steve said it best. Uh, it wasn't as good as the women's, but um, I also think the end of the Rumble got a lot of slack because the people I was seeing people say that it took too long. Um, I think that was the WWE trying to give everyone that CM Punk, uh, Cody Rhodes match that they all were like, oh, it's going to be them at WrestleMania. It's going to be them at WrestleMania. Let So they they added that little bit on extra to let to let those two guys work together. So everyone could kind of get that that uh, Cody Rhodes CM Punk match that they all wanted to see. Right, right, right. Absolutely, man. <clears throat> I think Striz is right as per usual. Nine times out of ten, he is. Um, the women's rumble was fantastic. Um, and, and it was better than the men's rumble, but I enjoyed the event altogether, you know, and, and, and I had some people over, you know, eight track was over and, 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 um, and big Ray came over. We had fun, you know, it was a fun night. I asked Bello to come, but he turned me down. He was doing something much sexier. So I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, what was I going to do? Um, but, uh, but it was fantastic. I had a really good time watching it. And then Cody goes over as he should. Um, do you have any thoughts on this bells before we move on to CM Punk? Uh, yeah, a couple things, I guess, as far as who might face Seth. Uh, how about fucking Andrade? Andrade coming oh. back. He's going to be on Raw. I mean, uh, God knows that match would be stupid. That match would just be really like crazy, I'm sure, if they put together some sort of fucking, you know, five-star main event mania, bro? Um, yeah, I mean, like, over Drew? Like, yeah, probably. I can imagine. I mean, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm over Drew, but that's a personal preference. Uh, I think with, with Punk out of the picture, they probably were, you know, I'm sure they've already come up with it, but they, they probably had to scramble to figure out what it was going to be. And Brock also apparently not going to be around, it looks like, for the foreseeable future, if ever again. So, right, right. you know, there's another consideration that maybe they would have went back to, uh, but, you know, they can't do that now. So, yeah, uh, I'll throw Andrade in the hat. Uh, also, before we before we move on from the men's rubble, our truth coming in and doing that you can't see me is an all time great Royal Rumble moment. Like that is the fact that this man got to come out there and and emulate his idol since childhood. It's it's brilliant. This it was fucking amazing. I popped so fucking hard for our truth. Pause. Yeah, our our truth is uh is uh has sealed his uh. Is inducted him being inducted into the Hall of Fame, right? He's 100% a Hall of Famer, in my opinion. Let's move on to CM Punk, and this is still well, Rumble B, related. BRV, I have, I have one thing I want to add about the Drew McIntyre thing. He is yeah. not under contract yet, so his contract. Yeah. So again, if 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 they're going to book him with Seth, they got to re-sign him. He's not re-signed yet, right. so that's where you could th- see them go a completely different direction with. with Sign Drew. him up. Sign him up right now. They got the money. He's hot. He's I, I I've I've and I was over Drew for forever, you know. But these last few weeks, I'm like, wait a minute, you know. And then that promo, that was classic. Why would they do something if like that if they weren't willing to sign him up and do something in the future? They got to sign him up. And in my opinion, there there's no there's no argument. He's the guy that it, I think he should beat him. He should beat Seth Rollins and take the title. 
and wait for CM Punk to come back. That'd be dope. You know, I I, I loved it. I love the setup. You're nodding your head, Striz. Before we move on, go ahead. Say what's up. I think Drew and Punk at SummerSlam would be a great match. Right, right. I think so, too. Lots of history to pull off of. So, so CM Punk is hurt, right? And it's legit. And he's going to be out for six to nine months, they said. Um, which sucks because it was going to be a dope WrestleMania with Cody and Roman and then Seth and Punk, right? It was set. Now it's a little like up in the air. Maybe um, some people are speculating that now this this leaves room for Rock versus Roman. And then you move uh, Cody over so it could be Cody versus Seth, right? Which in all actuality, that's a real solid top for night one and night two. You know, the thing is, it fucks with Cody's character. So what, what this is what WWE did, not anybody else. If, if Cody picks Seth Rollins, he looks like a bitch. He just looks like a bitch, you know, so he has to pick Roman Reigns. So what do you do at that point? Um, and, and it sets up for the future, in my opinion, because now it's about punk story, right? If you really want long-term booking, it's about punk story, right? He needs to fulfill whatever story he wanted. It's time. He wins the Royal Rumble and he main, main events uh, WrestleMania against whomever, maybe Cody. That would be dope. You know, to, to see him versus Cody at Mania. And, um, like at 41, uh, you mean? Yeah, 40, at 41. Yeah. yeah okay. if, if they make it that far, you know, like if, if let's see, it's a year, right? So anything can right. happen. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, 41, that's what I'm talking. Striz, you want first, you want first dibs before I go to everybody else? Um, sure. On what? What I was just talking about, a CM Punk getting hurt and, uh, the, the, yeah, well, it sucks that he got hurt. Obviously, you know, he's, he's no spring chicken. You know, when you've been doing this for as long as he has, you know, the injuries are going to come and they, they take a little bit longer nowadays at his age to uh, heal up and get ready, you know, to be back in the ring. It takes lots of training. And um, it, it's, it's just shitty timing. I mean, there's never a good time to be injured, but of all the times, his right. first rumble back in a decade and getting ready to do some really good business. Seems like people are really responding well to him being back in WWE and then boom, there he goes. But it's like uh, when he first got into AEW and then had an injury and was gone. And then, well, I don't know, was that when he hurt his ankle? Did he do something first and then came back and hurt his ankle and then was off again? But it's like uh, injuries are no stranger to this guy. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I don't know what part of the match he hurt himself. I'd like to go back and actually watch it so I can see what happened. But, um, you know, the tricep sucks to repair. I remember when Batista tore his tricep years ago. And he was uh, on the road to recovery. He was going out for a jog just to kind of get his wind back up because he knew he was going to have to be back in the ring soon. And he tripped and fell while he was jogging and went to catch himself on the ground and retore his tricep on the way down. So it's, it's, a, it's a tough muscle because you use it for no matter what you do with your upper body, the tricep gets worked on. And, um, you know, being 45 years old, it's, it's going to be, you know, touch and go for a while. Hopefully he can rehab it. They have the best doctors in the industry and everything. I'm sure they're going to have I mean, he's a hot product with lots of money invested in him, so they're going to give him the best treatment they can give him, which is great. And hopefully he can be back by SummerSlam. I mean, that's eight months out, so we'll have to see, you know, where that takes us, you know. Thank you, Strange. Thank you for that, man. Bells, what do you think of your boy? Not not only did he not win the Rumble, not only is he not going to main event WrestleMania, but he's going to be out for about nine months. Do you want to ship him that Met hat? 
I might as well at this point. Yeah, it, it kind of feels like being a CM Punk fan is kind of like being a Mets fan in a lot of ways, unfortunately, uh, all the wrong ways. Uh, but yeah, it, it sucked. He didn't win the Rumble. I, you know, going into the next morning, thinking to myself, all right, well, he'll face he'll face Seth on night one, whatever. That's some bullshit. We'll we'll see how this goes. Anyway, he'll 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 scratch and claw his way through elimination chamber and get there, and then you get the the news about the the injury so that that was um that was quite a blow it's all it's all too reminiscent of his aw run right didn't he like come back to aw and then like almost immediately get hurt it was just it's very weird um for that to have happened but i think this i think this kind of works out right like we've been talking about trying to fit like five pegs into you know four holes like you know basically with this main event and you know, maybe maybe they do do the Cody Seth Rock Roman thing. Like maybe that's now nice and easy for them to do. Here's the four guys that we were we were trying to fit into the main event anyway until Punk came into the picture, and now here's here's what we're gonna do. That that if that if the Rock is on the table, which apparently he is, he's he's on the he's on the, the board. At least. He's, he's, he's at least <laughs> at the table, right? So, right. Um, but yeah, no. If he's on board to actually work and do mania, then that makes that nice and easy. It, it, then, you know, with with Punk now being out, it gets back to our problem before. Is it going to be Drew? Is it going to be Andrade? Uh, Billy Ray, as much as I hate to admit it, what you said makes a lot of sense and and sounds great to me, right? You have Drew beat Seth, and now you've already got this built-in heat with with Punk and Drew. For when Punk comes back as a, as a triumphant babyface and and takes the, you know, takes it to Drew for not only beating him up but uh you know for just because it's his time you know and and then we'll see what happens there as he maybe maybe even catches that belt heading into the road to WrestleMania and then you know can he maintain it can he can he keep that spot that's that's going to be due to him come Mania. And, you know, we'll, we'll build the story from there, or do we wait all the way until Mania for him to get it? But either way, uh, I think this results in CM Punk being the world champion and probably main eventing WrestleMania 41 as long as he's healthy, and that's 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 all right. I'll wait a year. I'm a Mets fan. I'm fucking used to waiting a year. <laughs> did you did you say that I made sense? <sighs> the, listen, don't take too much into it. All right, like I said, a lot of words there. Let's not nitpick. <laughs> he has to choose the ones that revolve around him, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I heard that he said that I made sense. I just wanted to clarify if that was the case. I may have put those I'll words. Cut that out me. for the roadcaster, BRV. Thank you, thank you very much. Let's do that. But also, I just, I just want to make a disclaimer that, that I will not be bribed for entry into Cody Nation. I right, just, just giving you a heads up. That's not enough. You, if, I, if, if you're going to bribe me. I wouldn't go to Cody Nation if the rest of the landscape was zombie apocalypse. Okay, I'm not going to Cody Nation. It's never going to happen until he turns heel. Until he turns heel. Bells, Bells uh, Cody or Drew? Who are you choosing? If, if, like, if you had to choose between one oh, guy Drew. and go against Seth for the belt. I, I would take Drew. I would I would take Drew over Cody in almost every context as iffy as I am on Drew. Like Drew's like Drew's almost like I don't know. Drew's Tim Duncan. Like he's so fucking good. It's like unexciting how good he is, even though he's uh. a giant and he's a freak and he's just like so fucking good at everything. Like now at this point, his his mic skills are top notch. His in ring work is top notch. He looks amazing. He's just fucking killing it. Right. But for some reason, it just doesn't connect with me. Objectively speaking, though, Drew is amazing. Objectively right. speaking, Cody looks like a creator wrestler. 
and I can give a fuck about him and his <laughs> neck tattoo and his blonde hair and his heel gimmick on a baby face character. It's all stupid. I don't really care. It looks like fucking Kyle, nine-year-old Kyle made this shit on WWE 2K. Get him, Bells. Get him. And I and like hey, I, 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 I wasn't like all that much against Cody when he left. Totally kind of felt like he should have gotten maybe more respect before he left the company. Kind of appreciated what he did. Like that he was a part of AEW, as anti-AEW as I am. Like was really weird about him just dropping everything and coming back, though. I think at that point, that's when I jumped off the Cody train. And then all of this, let's fucking hand this guy the kingdom for, for I don't know why. Like, all right, people like him. I don't know why, but it is what it is. All right. Um. Uh, when when the PW Hustle page comes back up, uh, a track and I are going to sing Kingdom, uh, Cody Rhodes's um entrance song together. Uh, we did this about a year ago. It's time to do it again. A track will harmonize, uh, and we'll we'll get it done. So all, all of you guys get a free. It's not going to be on only fringe. It's it's going to be free on the PW Hustle page for all of you guys. All right. And and Hooper, give me the numbers. He says that that even if you applied for citizenship in Cody Nation, Bells, it wouldn't have worked out. They would have shredded your application on the spot. Let me know what it's looking like over there, uh, Hooper, as far as uh, applications. I know you're overwhelmed with all of this. Okay. Colin, we need your thoughts. What are you thinking, sir? Well, let me, let me throw out a little something here. You know, Punk is always the liberal guy. He cares about abortion rights. He cares about yeah, yeah, women. Yeah. Right. What if Punk Man. is facing faking his injury so that we can get Bailey and whoever she chooses at night one because he didn't feel it was right for the men to go over on both nights of WrestleMania. Now this opens the door for, you know, we haven't discussed it yet, but your women's Royal Rumble winner, Bailey, to choose whoever she wants. And it's going to be a fire night one match no matter what. Yes. That, that, that is a, a, a very good point. What I will say to that, and I, I want to go around to everybody here, is when, when I understand that Bailey was the favorite to win the Royal Rumble, and um, I just I just don't think she's not she's not going to challenge mommy, right? And and the real women's main event is with mommy in it, right? That that's it. So yeah. if, if she's going to challenge EO, and and that's not a main event caliber match and i don't know if if bailey and i could be wrong guys right feel free to tear me apart on this i i don't know if bailey at this point in time is a main event caliber um female wrestler i think uh, uh, uh bianca belair versus mommy would have worked out jade cargill versus mommy would have blew the roof off the place okay like I, I think something like that but it has to be mommy it has to be her and and Bailey winning the rumble, that's it's not gonna result in mommy. So I thought that was that would that's why I wanted Becky Lynch to win, right? Becky Lynch versus mommy would have made sense to me. Um, I wanted that. Not, not a lot of people did. I mean, she was the second runner-up, but everybody wanted Bailey to win and they, they wanted to hand her the the um the longevity trophy and give her something, right, for all the times that that she's been involved in and in, in doing whatever she does. I just don't think it's a main event caliber match, and I think the winner of the rumble should be the main event, you know, and, and she's not going to make, it's not, she's going to wrestle EO. It's going to be a good match, but w what is there to it? I don't know. That's just me. Bells. What's up? Yeah. I think, I think the Bailey thing could have been booked a little bit more intriguingly, right? Like if they, if maybe 
the rest of damage control had just turned on her outright, like maybe a couple months ago and put her out. And now she's just on the shelf. And when's she coming back? Who knows? Blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, come, she comes running out towards the end of the rumble. Rex house beats all the fucking damage control bitches up, you know, wearing the hugger gimmick, all the fucking wacky arm flating and waveable tube men and all that sort of stuff. And I think they could have gotten maybe something out of that. And, that that probably would have given it more juice, but you're right again, Billy Ray. God damn it, I hate it. Um, R- Mommy is the main event on the women's side, and I I still think we can maybe work our way back to Becky versus Mommy anyway, right? Mommy versus the man at Mania. Right. Uh, that's the only women's match I can imagine them doing that's main event worthy as far as like actually putting it the last match on the card. Um, right. they'll they'll carry 20, 25 minutes and in, in fucking you know have everybody, you know, at the edge of their seats. And that's, that's all you really want, I guess, at the end of the day, they have some name value. Um, so, so I think that would, that would work. And then maybe you get like Jade Cargill versus Nia Jax is like an undercard match and like that and the Bailey thing and like a women's tag. And there's, you know, there's, there's, there's your four, you know, ish women's matches for the weekend. Right. Or, or, or Jade versus Bianca. That'd be dope for WrestleMania. Could be. If you're, if you're going to do that match, you do it at Mania, right? Nia is going to be involved in some way. It's just oh, like a matter it. of like, is she going to be the one that ends up fighting mommy or because they, they've certainly been teasing that for a little while, or is it, is, is that going to split off somewhere? And then maybe she's either goes off with Becky or, or Jade or vice versa. I've never been a huge fan of, of, uh, of the people's pork chop. Um, but, but I remember when she started doing the people's leg drop and I was like, yup, yup, you know, but I gotta tell you, she looked freaking fantastic. She looked great. And, and they booked her fantastically too. You know, the, the way she was booked in the rumble was, it was incredible in my opinion. Um, uh, I was very impressed by her as, as, as impressed as I've ever been. Um, all right, Colin, and then we'll close with Striz. Tell him something, Colin. Um, Guys, I, I know that the, the WLR is a place for bold predictions. And my bold prediction is night one, the crowd is going off. We're going off the air with the crowd chanting the Hey Bailey chant like they used to in NXT. Face <laughs> Bailey's going to be back. Hugger Bailey's going to be back. She's got this new swagger about her, so she's not going to be that, oh, gee, shucks, you know, baby face that she was when she first started. She's going to have, like, this sexiness to her. She's going to have this little bit of attitude to her. This is a new Bailey. And she's going to be the face of champion on night one. You think she's main eventing? Main event? We're going off the air. Hey, uh, Bailey. That could happen because it's a bunch of marks, right? It's, it's a bunch of marks that want to sing that. So I, I could see that happening. Um, not not closing. I can't see her closing. Um, but who knows? Who knows? Striz, the Women's Royal Rumble and Bailey winning. Give us your thoughts, sir. Yeah. Bailey's not that star that they close out Mania with with the fade out to black. She's she's a hell of a hand, and she's done a lot, a lot of great things in the biz. But she's not the closeout to Black on Mania. I agree. One thing, right? Um, yeah, I agree with uh, with with Colin saying that she'll be an over baby face. Yeah, it won't be the hugger. We don't need the hugger back. We just need the baby face version of what she's doing now. And uh, you know, I don't think you know, I don't know. I mean, it'd be a nice little completion of the circle to have the the wacky gimmicks, uh, you know, the tube dudes or whatever. But I don't think it's necessary at this point. It'd be a kind of fun moment. I think kids would like that, but I don't think it's going to be. And if they do, they do it for one night only. It doesn't 
you know, a, a retro look into Bailey's career type deal, and then they go forward without it going forward, you know, after, you know, the following Monday on Raw. But uh, yeah, I love the the ladies' rumble. I thought they did a great job with it. Nia, like you said, she looks fantastic. She's just like um, just like a thicker version of J Lo. Their faces are like identical. Um, she's moving great, and uh, she's not hurting people, which is a nice thing. Uh, as far as Jade Cargill goes, um, she's going to be a big deal, but she's still not ready. So the most I can see her doing at Mania is either one, she's stuck in like a six-woman tag, or two, she's winning like the Ladies Battle Royal, which they haven't done in a couple of years. They bring it back and put it on like SmackDown like they did with the Andre the Giant Battle Royal right before Mania last year. And uh, she's, she's just simply not ready to be with like a Bianca Belair, who's fantastic, but... Bianca also needs somebody that she can work with. Like when she was with Sasha, Sasha could work, you know, and it was a two-way street. And I don't think you put uh, Bianca in a situation where she's got to carry Jade Cargill to make Jade look as good as she possibly could because we still have a lot of miles on Bianca that we got to, you know, get our money out of. So um, it's just too soon for her to be carrying people through matches, especially at the biggest stage of the year. And you don't want to have to, depend on Bianca to do that because if the match is a stinker in this Jade's debut mania, it kind of puts a little tarnish on her with her coming in as such a big deal. So you want to kind of protect her still and kind of cover her up where she's still kind of weak. It was perfect for a Rumble match because there's a lot, you know, you don't have to do very much and there's a lot of action going on. So your eyes aren't constantly on her the whole time. Anybody who's ever Laced a pair of boots can look at her and tell her she still has a tell you she still has a long way to go because just the, the footwork in the ring just isn't quite there yet and she, the confidence isn't there she's she's nervous as hell but that's fine because that's just the way it is um, she comes she she tries to play that up and if it, to an untrained eye she looks very confident but yeah. you can tell as a worker that you know she's uh, you know her knees are knocking big time and I don't blame her it's a huge stage that was her real first debut into the biz other than a little, right. you know, walking to the ring or doing backstage crap and stuff. So now it's time to put up or shut up and hopefully her training had been going well at the performance center, which I'm sure it has, because if it hadn't, they wouldn't have put her in there. Oh, right. they have put people in there that don't do a great job. I mean, remember when B fab was debuting in NXT and she was literally shaking on her way to the ring. She was so nervous. You could see her physically shaking, which was, I can't even believe they booked the match. But, um, you know, uh, there's a chance to make a lot of good uh, girls out of here. The thing is, with, with, with the Bailey thing is, she's been around a long time now, and there's a lot of girls coming around the corner that we have to start preparing for, the, the girls of tomorrow who are going to be the next five years. So, you know, everybody wants to see Bailey kind of take the belt from EO. You know, Bailey wins as a baby face at the Rumble, but maybe doesn't get the job done. And EO goes on to solidify her reign as the champ and um, goes on to get challenges from other girls who are kind of newer in this mm-hmm. and they're getting ready to have their, you know, their time in the spotlight. And uh, Bailey kind of can stay babyface and move on from the loss and do whatever she does. But there has to be a point where those people who have been around for that seven-year period, that eight, nine-year period, who have more years behind them than they do in front of them have a new role and that's to help get the next crew of people who are going to be doing this for a decade to get ready to go. You work with them, you do their promos, you get them and you do feuds with them. And eventually at the end of the day, you get them over. 
Right. And that's just, I think that's going to be probably the position we see. She might have that run with the belt. It may not be very long, but she might have a little run just that has a good feel. But I'm saying for me, I, I think her, her best value after Mania will be starting to get the next crop of girls uh, over and uh, established. Totally agree. 100%. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. it, the thing with Bailey here, I mean, isn't it obvious what's going to happen here, right? Like, it's going to be Bailey versus EO. The, all the right. damage control is going to be out there. How's Bailey going to even the odds? Oh, no. Out comes Charlotte, Sasha. Becky, and then uh, Sasha, and boom, yeah. big pop. And the you get more horsewomen. Like, this is like, I mean, this is almost Cody predictable. This is, this is, <laughs> it's going to be, it'll, it's going to be a hell of a moment as somebody who marked the fuck out for all of that stuff when I was covering it, when I was going to shows, uh, right. owned all of their t shirts. Um, yeah, like fucking. That was a really fan. exciting time. It when was. They were all breaking in. So it'll be cool having that. It changed the industry for the, for the ladies at that point when they well, do if, that. If, if that does happen, I will be cheering for damage control, the all Asian ah. damage control. Make Asian wrestling great again. Let's go. Asian people, Chinese people, Japanese people, Maga. Japanese women to be exact. Great Muda um, uh, lookalikes, the great Kabuki look. Let's do it. All right. And let's beat the crap out of the fake four horsewomen. Like that, let's do it. I'm I'm with that. Cody Nation fully endorses uh uh the the Asian wrestling movement. All right, John Enright says that he wants to be a part of Cody Nation. He has a Who picture cares? of his son with <laughs> he has a picture of his son with this with the with the ROH cha- when, when Cody was the ROH champ. John, you're good. All right, hit up my dude Hooper and, and we'll get you in. We got a nice spot for you. Penthouse in the 15 minute city. Hooper's fucking yeah. secretary of fucking Homeland Security. Hooper is doing his thing. He was there from day one. He's got he's he's in the White House. He's chilling in the in the West Wing right now, doing his thing. Hooper and uh, revamped wrestling says, "Holy crap! I haven't seen Billy Ray in a long time." Well, feast upon the sight that is I. Take it in for just a second, okay? Good to see you, buddy. How are you? Don't know who you are, but you clearly know who I am. So, what's up? What's up? All right, so we did. Um, well, uh, BRV, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I got two questions I wanted to ask. One is: Is Dakota Kai going to get her Asian card because she's not Asian? So that wouldn't that would totally mess up your full New Asian Zealand, damage right? control. Oh, right, we need to deport her. Get get going now. What she's else? from New Zealand. Get her right? out of here. What happened? She's I'm, I'm New- pretty sure New Zealand would be part of Australia. I don't know. Wait, where? I don't know that whole Southern Pacific area. Yeah, it, it doesn't. I'm matter. sorry. Wait, um, where? What did you say? What were those <laughs> what were those warm, the noises that came out of your mouth? It was weird. <laughs> it's 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 uh it's not not in, not intelligible. I don't know what you just yeah, said, no. brother. I mean, yeah, New Zealand is, is obviously part of Asia, right? Clearly, it's one of, of it's one of the six continents. Aren't you aware? <laughs> and then two, um, Striz, did you see um, after? Um, Jade got got laid out and she had to lay out. She did a Roman impression where she just kind of slept on the side. Did you notice how she just stayed over in the corner and no one went over there to her? And then all of a sudden it was like Naomi just kind of saw her in the corner by herself. And I don't know if she was going over there to check on her or or what. But is that something that that shows to her greenness um, that, you know, she's she might have been nervous about the spot that she had in the rumble or. Uh, she might she have been told to lay out for a few minutes during during a certain spot. I'm not really. I'd have to go back and watch it. But like sometimes, if people are going to be doing something that's going to take up a lot of the ring, going back and forth, or a high spot from the top rope where they want to have all the attention, 
they may have people laying low for a certain spot, but I, I don't know the spot exactly. I'd have to go and take a peek at it. Hey, Strizz, what do you think of the relationship with TNA? I think you called this back in, in not too long ago or whatever yeah, you alluded to it. That, that's really dope. It's, it's one of my favorite things that happened. I was I was marking out for all of that. That was really cool. I love great for the, TNA, man. Tell them, tell them what's up. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, it's great no, for fine. TNA. They need as many eyeballs on the product as possible. And if Triple H wants to help them kind of get, um, you know, become a little bit more relevant. And I say good, good on them. They have the stroke to help them do that. And, you know, TNA helps keep a lot of wrestlers employed. So it's on their WWE's best interest to make sure that a place like TNA not only stays in business, but gets some eyeballs on it. And, uh, you know, Jordan Grace came in and did a great job. She was fantastic. I'm so glad she wore the belt because it gives that some shine, makes it have a lot higher value. I was yeah, you know, I was expecting Moose, you know, if they're going to have the ladies' champ, maybe they have the guys' champ. Expecting Moose to show up, but he didn't. But um, I thought she had a fantastic showing, and um, probably not more, more than a few months from now, she'll probably be on the uh, either the full-time roster or at least in NXT. And I, I actually had posted a, a tweet saying, I wouldn't mind seeing an NXT versus TNA pay-per-view. Uh, lots of great talent in NXT and in uh, TNA, excuse me, I say TNT. Uh, I think that the two of them could have the, the matchups could be fantastic. This involving Eddie Edwards with like some young talent in uh, NXT would be fantastic. Uh, Alex Shelley, I mean, you name it. And, um, I'm sure TNA was uh, very happy to <laughs> get the help. I don't know who wouldn't want that. So, you know, it's a great, um, it'd be a great fit. And maybe I know at one point when, um, the WWE Network was still a thing. For a while, there was a rumor that WWE was going to host some TNA footage on there. But uh, now without the network, I'm not sure if they would do that on Peacock or how that would work. But, uh, you know, I think it could be a good working relationship and um, it could only it could only benefit TNA. It could certainly not hurt it in any way, I don't think. I think it's fantastic, bro. I, I, yeah, you're absolutely right. It can't hurt. Can't get any worse over there, right? No. This, this is only an episode of television that had 50,000 people or less watching it. So if they right. can do a little thing where they bring a little bit of an exchange, you, you know, you send a few people down there to work some guys and maybe get people to watch it and they can cross promote the show and everything. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a good thing. No, and, and, um, and Jordan Grace represented hard, man. She was, she looked dope out there. It was fantastic. It was, I was very happy to see it. And it, it makes me want to watch on Thursday. Tune into TNA real quick and see what's going on. Hopefully, it's not half as hokey as it was back, uh, you know, two weeks ago or three weeks ago. All right, the God of Thunder, give us your thoughts, brother. Yeah, I just think this is all part of a long con. Uh, WWE didn't want to pay Dolph Ziggler whatever the fuck he was asking for, so they let him go out, get a lesser contract because obviously TNA can't pay him nearly as much. I'm sure as he was paying, he was getting made, getting paid in WWE, and now they're just gonna acquire tna this is the beginning the beginning of the end of tna wrestling <laughs> they're gonna go they're gonna start getting their claws in i mean let's face it i mean as cool as an nxt tna crossover show would be it's not exactly putting tna over like hey tna come fucking wrestle our developmental brand <laughs> like it's, it's not exactly apples to apples i would hope that uh that, that the sort of comparison that tna would be hoping for but that that would be kind of cool i can even see um i saw today somewhere on x uh that uh apparently while uh braun breaker is up 
on the main roster. He still has some work to do in NXT, according to Shawn Michaels. So maybe maybe they do this crossover show and you get Braun versus Moose like at the top of the card there. That way you can you can even put the champion over uh, for TNA without it like really costing the NXT brand much because Braun's on his way up and out anyway. That's something I want to talk about uh, real quick before we get up out of here. We still got to talk about Vince McMahon and all that nastiness. All right. What's up, Colin Wysong? What do you think? Um, well, I don't personally like uh, Jordan Grace. I don't talk very positively about her, but she looked like a star uh, when she came out. It was an awesome surprise. Uh, I don't think anybody really saw it coming. Um, I think they might have uh, rumored it that she was going to be out there, but I like this. Make this a thing every year. Bring a, a, the women's champion from TNA, have them come out and represent the Rumble. Um, that would be pretty dope. Um, and then maybe you just start adding champions from other places if you can get them. And then uh, I did want to share this with you guys. A quick Google search uh, would show you that uh, New Zealand is not part of Asia. Uh, here, uh, New Zealand is neither in Europe nor in Asia. Oceania. It is considered its own continent. So therefore, your logic that she should be a part of uh, damage control is is thus null and void now, guys. I'm so sorry. I'm speechless. I'm blown away. I have nothing to say after that. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. That Moving said, on. I think uh, I think Jordan Grace is is who our truth was talking about when he went backstage after this. So truth comes in, cost Valhalla, the spot goes back, and he's yelling at. I don't know, Adam Pierce or whoever the fuck it was. And he's just like, you mean to tell me all them, all them people out there was women? And it was, <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> can, can we talk about R-Truth? I mean, this guy, he carried the pre-show. I mean, they had R-Truth all over the pre-show. He comes in, makes a, a memorable, a very memorable spot for the women's Royal Rumble in what was already a packed women's Royal Rumble, then comes in and thinks that the Royal Rumble is a tag match. Gets a hot tag, which I got to ask the vet if that was like an actual hot tag. Striz, was that like a hot tag? Would that count under hot tag rules? Uh, what tag are you talking about? <laughs> when he took the, the tag, tag in the rumble, rumble. When he, was, when he was reached for the tag. Oh, oh, yes, it'd be a very hot tag. <laughs> very, very hot tag. And I just, I love truth. He is a national treasure. He needs to be protected. Um, maybe it's it's truth versus Rollins. That we get night one, well, and then D Damian Priest cashes in, and and because we saw how he just took our truth out as soon as he got in there, merch money be damned, he doesn't care anymore. Our truth is the greatest thing in WWE right now, hands down. I really like the Judgment Day too. You know, people are like the Judgment Day are, are losing steam, and I could kind of understand that to a certain degree, but they're still really relevant. I think they've overachieved. To be honest, I never thought much of this faction. You know, I, I what are they doing? What, what what's this about? But you know, they they've they've kind of done their thing for some time now. So, uh, props to them. Okay, now let's get into it. We've been avoiding it for so long. We're gonna give you guys like we used to do back in the day, five second warning. Okay, just like we used to talk about Monday Night Raw. Bells used to give you five seconds. Run, you fools, and get going. We're about to talk about Vince McMahon. All right, Bells, let them know. Give them the five second countdown. We're about to talk about Vince McMahon and his rapey things in five, four, three, two, two. one. All right. Three. We're talking about Vince McMahon. Listen, the guy's a piece of crap. We know it. You know it. And the American people know it. But damn it, man. Jesus. What is going on? 
you know, so we all know at this point, right, what was in the documents, in the text, right? We like Brock Lesnar wants to get peed on, all this other stuff, right? Um, and 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 John Laurinaitis is just just one of the you know, just, these are horrible people, right? If any of this is true, if even a portion of it is true, they are horrible, horrible people. Who else knows about this, right? Like this is, I mean, you can make the argument that Stephanie McMahon knew about this. You can you can really make the argument, right? And that's why she took off. You know Shane McMahon knew about this. You know he did. Did Triple H know? Like, I mean, at this point, who else knew about this? It's not. They were giving out. Um, fo- I'm gonna get you right now, Strays. They, they were giving out photos according. Oh, you knew about it. You see, that's why he's raising his hand. I got it. I got it. Went right over my head, just like uh, you know that 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 continent that that uh, Colin mentioned earlier. That I have no idea what what he's talking about. Right, right over my head. It's not back there. It's it's not. It's not no. right there. It's not. It's not. That. I don't know what that is. Okay. So um. So yeah. Who who else? Who else is is aware of what went on? He was he was passing around pictures of this young lady, you know, and showing showing to everyone. This more people know about this, right? And people covered it up. And and that that's probably gonna come out later. Is all I'm saying. I don't think this is over by a long shot. The God of Thunder. What are your thoughts? Um. Yeah, it was pretty gross. Everything yeah. I heard. Of course, Brock wants to be peed on, though. Like you know, like he's just so gargantuan. Like he needs to be belittled. I'd imagine, right? Like every from once in a while, that, that that you know, he's just I don't know. But why? Why wouldn't he want to get peed on? Right? Like he's Brock Lesnar. What else is he gonna do for kicks? He's literally just chasing deer in his backyard. That's how he hunts. He doesn't bring a gun. <laughs> he doesn't bring a bow and arrow. He just gets down in the three point stance, takes off, and fucking annihilates one of these things. That's. That's how he's filling his time now and forever, apparently, until his body can no longer do it, sadly. But, uh, yeah, no, this isn't going to end well. This might even he might get sucked into all this. Right. Like like sex trafficking is like not a joke. Like that's right, that's right. a big deal. That This is like a Rico sort of situation. Like they can they can nab just about anybody in and around the chain of, related to this. Um, I do wonder, you know, now in retrospect, why there there has kind of been this this slow exfiltration of McMahon's from the system, right? Like, you know, obviously Shane came back and then disappeared. Stephanie disappears. Um, you know, Vince, Vince is now officially, hopefully kind of gone. And I guess, uh, according to Ronda Rousey and others until Bruce Pritchard's gone, that's not necessarily true either. Um, so, you know, you've got that whole thing going on. You've got triple H. What did he know? You, you I, I don't know. I mean, like, Triple H to me, it's like one of he's like the one person that might have some plausible deniability because like why would Vince let H know all of this was going on? You know, like, you know, I, I don't know. Like based on what based on some of the shit that I read though, like it's hard for me to imagine that Vince was thinking rationally about any of this. Like the fact that he's showing random texts, like random guys who like work in the truck pictures of this girl and doing all this sort of stuff, if if in fact that is what he was doing. That's that's astronomically fucking arrogant to imagine that he it, it's staggering to, to imagine that this was going on for as long as it's, you know, was going on without anybody knowing about it, given all of that information. So uh, it really was um, really hard to, to believe, but at the same time, not uh, the weirdest things about this to me are the fact that Vince was was into like a, a woman of color and that he could text quite so well. Um, those <laughs> were particularly odd. Everything else was just kind of like, yeah, I mean, I could see it. 
I don't want to. That was his executive assistant. Yeah. It's weird. There had to be others, right? Like, there's no way this was just the only woman. Yeah, that was, no, it was just like, the beginning that, of the, yeah. Yeah, that's when you start to think I mean, about it. I mean, there's a lot of when, stuff when surrounding her, Ashley Massaro. When she gets her settlement and all the other girls find yeah. out what that girl made, he's going to bust open the doors. So, Striz, what are your thoughts? Well, this is, I think, a very perfect example of the long game. Uh... Never go on TV, you or your family members, and do a 20-minute promo saying how my dad beat the federal government in court and blah, blah, blah. You know how many years they did that? Well, guess what? <laughs> they put that in their back pocket and they let it simmer for what, a good 30 years. And now they're coming back because they're going to get that pound of flesh and then some. You know, wish they took it out of you 33 years ago, winking a nod. Uh, back when the, during the uh, steroid trial, but now here we are, all these years later. You think you're going to walk away with 9.3 billion? Mm, highly unlikely. So you know, I, I just it's just kind of funny how it all comes out after the big sale. This could have come up at any time after it had originally happened, but uh, you know, here we are. You know, like I said, 9.3 billion dollars later, and there's somebody knock knock knocking on. Uh, Vinny the Pooh's door trying to get uh, some honey out of the pot, if you will. Damn. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. And it, no, I don't think anybody ever is shocked that Vince was a piece of shit right. kind of person. And the people that he associated with were just as shitty as he was. So he can't be as terrible a person he wants to be without having other people around him that are going to, you know, be equally as shitty or if not be as encouragingly shitty. So uh, I, when was the last time anybody ever heard a nice word about uh, Johnny Laurinaitis? Anybody? Hey, anybody? Bro. Uh, I know guys who would work under that guy. He's the biggest piece of shit. And the funny thing is he's had like jobs where he's been in power forever now. Right, he right. was an absolute shit worker. I don't think you guys have ever seen him work. He was terrible. He was terrible in Japan. He was terrible in WCW. But somehow... You know, weasel his way into getting an office job, and when WWE bought uh, WCW, he came over. I think at that time as part of the deal, and uh, you know, the, the, let the melee ensue, I guess. But uh, in my opinion, uh, as far as Johnny Ace goes, it couldn't happen to a you know a nicer person. Yeah, seriously. So, no. I wonder if that's going to end up like ruining his uh, marriage with uh, the Bella's mom. I'd run for the hills. Like, why would you stick around yeah. after something like that? Yeah, it's in, it's, you know, here's the thing. You know, shit rolls downhill, boys. And uh, so he's married to the Bella's mom. And obviously nowadays Daniel Bryan is kind of involved in that because, you know, they, it's all family, right? Yeah. So I'm sure he doesn't want that kind of stuff around his kid and stuff. You know, he seems like a real upstanding guy and everything so it's 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 a really weird situation just all the idiotic crap and here's the thing is he could have probably just like hired like a prostitute on the street to do all the things he wanted to do why would you do that with an employee why if you have all this money and you you could send somebody out go find me someone that fits this description you'll 
you know, I mean, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I, yeah, I was saying the it was exact a same thing. thing. Right, I was saying he wants the to exact pull the strings on people like he does with every single person's life and be, you know, the manipulator because he's got a, he's a megalomaniac times ten. Ah, I, so I, he, I was saying the exact same thing the other day. Uh, to, when I had a conversation, I'm like, "Come on, you're, you're freaking Vince McMahon. You got nine point whatever billion. Like, well, why? Why do you have to do this? Just go get yourself a high price hooker if you want to do that. Right. I'm sure it'll be fine, right? And and it, it would have been under wraps, but no, uh, these people are sick. They're degenerates, and and that's what Vince McMahon is. Uh, ben Hamin is in the chat. The Ayatollah, hip hop Hamin, ha ha Hamin. Listen, I know why he's here. He wants to get into Cody Nation. Listen, there's a long line. There's a long line to get into Cody Nation. We're going to have to figure it out. We're going to go to Hooper. Listen, let's see what we can do. To expedite. Me that's not why he's here. We're going to have to we'll see what we can do to expedite the, the you know, um, the process for, for Ben Hameen. He is the Ayatollah. You know, he, 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 he owns Hameen Media and the whole deal. So let's see what we can do for the man. Just saying. Um, all you had to do was hit me up, Ben. You didn't, you didn't have to show up in the chat. All you had to do was, hey, listen. I want to be a part of Cody Nation. I totally understand. That's the way things go. Ben Hamini Ayatollah. It's the 1111 boys. Send him a link. Send him a link, Billy Ray. Send him a link. Yeah, you got to get it. Get on the show. Colin would do that. I was about to rap, but we'll wait for him. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll wait for the guy. Listen, at the end of the day, I'm glad that Vince McMahon is gone, right? And I said something, and I'm rarely wrong, but I was dead wrong about this. I said that when Vince McMahon left, it would be the end of the WWE and Damn, was I wrong for one, but two, it has the opportunity to be even better. Like right. it's oh, it's bigger crazy. and better. Tell, tell yeah, me, Shmiz, what's up? Well, just the amount of like knowledge that's coming with the Ariel Hawani group, you know, TKO is just like, oh, who is he coming on? Oh, I thought that the thing was switching around, but uh, it's just gonna be even bigger than it was. There's gonna be lots of crossover now. Let's see how what happens with the UFL, the uh, the uh, conjunction of XFL and USFL. I'm sure there's going to be like some cross prom promotion there, with the Rock owning you know a portion of that. So uh, it just seems like everything is about to get a lot like a lot bigger than I, you, you think. How could it ever be bigger? But you know, I mean, look, look at the ratings. It could, of course, it could have more eyeballs on it. But the company itself, it just has much more opportunity now without Vince really standing in its way. With people who are actually going to try to drive money out of this product, we lost Ben. This. Oh, mm. there he is, the uh, Ayatollah himself, the Ayatollah himself Back from the islands. Oh, man, what's good? Hold on, I got you guys open. Hip hop, I mean, ha ha, I mean, yeah, Allah. Oh, Jesus, man, I mean, tell him what's up. Sir. His this first, old. his debut <laughs> on WLR after. <laughs> This, uh, this 11 11 at night is bullshit. Whatever you guys got going on, <laughs> fuck that. Uh, good to, an honor to be here with uh, the, the people's champions, man. Uh, I, I did uh, give you a holler and you kayfabe me. I, I couldn't get a hold of you in, when I was in Jamaica. Uh, I can only uh, do messaging there, and I know you're not a big fan yeah, of that. I, thank you. No, no, no. That was fine, man. I, I wanted you to come on. I, I, I was on AM Wake Up. And um and uh, they wanted to talk about Vince McMahon and all this stuff. I was like, Ben would be perfect for it. And yeah. you were in Jamaica. I hit up Colin. Colin didn't have the internet. I hit up. I don't know who else <laughs> I hit up. Nobody goes. Oh, Striz. I asked Striz to go in. Everybody didn't do anything, uh, right? Yeah. So I was like, let me ask Striz. See if he didn't even consider it. And he's like, yeah, I would have, but I'm working. So I, I I'll take that one. You know what I mean? 
What's going on? How you doing? You're looking good. You're looking tan. You know, you're tan as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I needed, I need, I needed that vitamin D injection. Uh, so, <laughs> it was, it was a last minute getaway because things went uh, pretty well for us last week at Ravens Joint, kind of bringing uh, home the project. Hopefully, in the next forty-eight hours to get to the starting line. So, this is going to be one of our last uh, opportunities to break out of the winter uh that is hoth in in upstate new york you know so uh jd love he hopped on the jericho cruise and i'm i'm sure jericho was on the front of that boat like it was titanic with his hair blown into the wind saying thank god the heat has passed no it's like i don't gotta worry about shit now uh this is gonna this this is gonna reach cosby levels i mean oh yeah yeah, you're talking three million on one chick. There's sixteen million dollars extra, and and people are like, "Why didn't they hire a porn star?" Probably because he did all that. Yeah. He probably blew through that, and it didn't have enough uh, direct uh, king being able to lord over people and do whatever torture porn you can imagine inside of uh, uh, these. I don't know what goes on in these billionaires, or they think they're real royalty and, and they they get off on it. I talked to John McAfee. He has the same fetish except for it's reverse. He likes getting shit on instead of oh, sh- uh, shitting on other chicks. Same with uh, 3.3 miles from here uh, at Mohawk Valley Correctional Facility, right from where I'm sitting right now, <laughs> is Harvey Weinstein in a hospital bed like Job of the Hut. Same fetish, right? You you come in my shower and, and let me crap and piss on you and I'll put you in Kill Bill. Okay. Like the, 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 there's, there's something that is snapped in these guys' minds. And we talked about it today on master shoot that the way he'll get out of it is to claim dementia, same way Snooka did. Uh, and, and you, all you need to do is go back and line up the patterns of behavior, even from the playboy interview where he half stooged off that he may have been raped, sexually assaulted by his stepmother um, at a young age his delusions of being uh, an American hero who <laughs> went to a military academy. Whoops, here we go. So this thing. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, then from everything from just the ones we know, Rita Chatterton to Flights from Hell to every, uh, you know, Ring Boy scandal that's been covered up. Uh, it, it goes on and on from Kiss My... You look at the Kiss My Ass Club and all that stuff now, the butterfly kisses with stephanie yeah. there all the people who've known for about sure. this for well, multiple yeah multiple decades three decades covering this up they're all guilty by association and now maybe accomplices to human trafficking you know why does his own son and daughter leave the company and they know it and she's from stories i've heard is just as twisted sexually and probably made her that way so the, where everyone's like she was there she could have left yeah dude i'm not saying this girl doesn't have her own skewed moral compass but <laughs> you're talking about the kings of working the planet bro these guys work the saudis like you think they don't get off on <laughs> on, on on having their own concubines to to treat like filth because really that's what they want and Ace is nothing more than a pimp in all of this, really. And it, when it comes down to and, and stuff with the Brock stuff, that's on brand for him from stories I heard just in the last year of Jeez. him trying to pull some shit yeah. on, on talent, bro. So on, on extra talent. So like none of this is it, it, this 1980s 
the the boys are in town and we're getting the rizats when it all comes down to a hazing. I'm not saying that anybody's not everybody's guilty in this, right? Whether she's in, in, in the the insta ho culture or get money and sue and and at any cost, but this guy I think is regressing. And right now, with a fucking cabinet full of Viagras or Cialis, he's at about a 15 year old level of being able 15 year old level being able to control his own crotch, right? By the time this all plays out, he'll have the mentality, much like how Junior Soprano's character, he never had the makings of a varsity athlete, to all the way till he gets to the point where he's looking out the window watching the birds chirping. This is the type of stuff we're seeing from this guy in the decline of his later years where now he doesn't run creative. Now he doesn't. So what's he going to fill his time with? <laughs> this <laughs> overblown testosterone psychopathy, bro. And it's something in this billionaire's club of broken toys that makes him do it, bro. From Bill Cosby to Vince McMahon to all of them, man. It, it, it's very strange. I do think McAfee's still alive. So, well, Ben, let's not forget that the WEF during the, the WEF conferences, they literally, the, the brothels over there posted messages that they were full. Because yeah. of the WEF. So, I mean, it's it's in their billionaire culture to be some super fucking deviants. Uh, what, explain what the WEF is for those who don't know. Uh, the World Economic Forum, they have okay. meetings over there in Europe where all the big, big wigs uh, like Klaus Schwab, any of these multi-billionaires, yeah. Vladimir Putin's there, all the world leaders are there. Um, and in that little area, I think it's in Switzerland, not exactly sure where they do it, <clears throat> but there were reports that these escort services... Yeah, had basically posted that they were sold out for that whole week that the uh, WEF was going <laughs> to be. There. And, and you wonder how many of those are. Th th we say Jeffrey Epstein. How many Jeffrey Epstein's are there that work for the Mossad? You think he was the only one? How about this? I, everyone in UFC is like Ari Emanuel would never stand for that. Ari Emanuel's daughter's working for WWF, hmm. WWE, right? So how? I, and and he's the Rock's. Uh, uh, and uh, agent and all these megastars, Al Pacino. You think these guys haven't been kayfabing from Hollywood for 30 years? Like Ari doesn't know. They're like, he'll stand up. Oh, did he stand up and get rid of Dana White when he smacked his wife around in public? Hmm? No? Okay, so now who's really in it? Is Ari. <laughs> Here's your conspiracy uh, horseman, uh, Billy Ray Valentine. Uh, is Ari. Mossad agent too, and his his daughter is a plant inside the company, so they can get dirt from the inside. And is Nick Khan, The Rock, and Ari pushing out the entire McMahon family in a hostile takeover, and they may be the one fueling this from behind the scenes, well, with nobody really knowing it. Who's Who's uh, Ari's brother? Um. Rom. Rom Emanuel. <laughs> yeah. And do you want to get close to Trump and tear down birds of a feather flock together, right? Like they're that like this is a bigger move. Now, why did Vince take out $750 million uh, in liquidity? Why would TKO guys on the kayfabe drive their own stock price down? After the bringing in, hey, rocks here, and then two days later, this shit drops, bro. They'll buy in stock, pump it up through WrestleMania season and uh, UFC 300, and everybody cashes out an extra 250 million dollars that way, bro. So there's a there's so much that goes beyond just the possibility and realm. And where's Linda in all this? They've been they've been married but separated for 20 years now, bro. 
what does he have on her? What where did what does she know? Is she being held hostage she by knows to some degree? Everything. She or is she, is, she, is, is she as depraved as he is and has her own concubine list of fucking young studs who've been put into her, you know, uh, get me almost. Ask Paul Roma. <laughs> 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 the Nigerian giant. Give me that guy. Right. Let's do that right now. No. No, I mean, uh, how, how do you think she got into to Trump's cabinet, bro? Like, I mean, yeah. come on. You know that that that's why this that's what she she knows all the skeletons in the closet for all of these people in my opinion man. Listen, yeah. I don't want to have anything to do with it. If this is what it takes to be a billionaire, guess what? I'm good. I'll never be a billionaire. Fine, I'll probably never be a billionaire anyway. But I I, I don't have the capacity to do this crap, and I've never wanted to get shat on or shit on someone. I don't understand what is wrong with people. Yeah. I have no idea what is wrong I, but, with people. But every, look at who's got to go. You, I mean, you really got to go if this is a hostile takeover. So who's already gone? Carano and Ace are gone. Mm -hmm. I would say Hayes has got to go. Deuce has got to go. Terry Taylor's probably got to go. I'd say Road Dog's just outside the realm, and he may be giving the reins in a big way. Triple H has got to go. Dunn's right. out. You know, HBK's got to go. Because <laughs> how can his born again Christian morality have? Yeah, I mean, we just can't be around these people, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm born again. Yeah, okay. Uh, fucking, you know, like that. That just levels out the inner circle. And now you're talking about how many big stooges and 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 running shit as it really goes. And there's agents there that are getting the boys and girls uh, plenty of B12 and. Uh, climate change and all that kind of shit. That's a whole nother scandal that could drop how gassed up people are right now, you know? So uh, definitely I would want a clean house and that's going to leave a huge void and vacuum. And I would say Jeff Jarrett may tenure his resignation at AEW soon. Um, consultants may be making moves. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of future possibilities right here. I don't see him, climbing back out to do another hostile takeover like he did last time and being able to get through this, bro. I think this is the dominoes are falling. And right now, when you start saying you're an accessory to, to rape and, 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 and a rapist with Vince in threesomes, as well as torture porn and, and then passing around over state lines, possibly if she went to pay-per-views and there's a whole text trail to prove it, you're going to see some, a two brute turn around and, and, uh, you know, Caesar's own men are the ones stabbing him up because they're not going to go down and do five to seven years for him. Mm -mm. Well, a lot of people also forget in June, right around the time of the sale, uh, the FBI raided uh, yeah. Vince McMahon's offices. Yeah. They said it was over SEC violations. Could yeah. it really have been over SEC violations or were there because of these sex trafficking allegations? And who's got the stroke to pull that and, and push that? And why would they want to? Not just who's got the stroke, but what's the why? You know what I'm saying? Uh, of making that move out of nowhere. And it got swept under the carpet real quick to try and make a deal. And then he's doing all those weird things with Undertaker on the road. We're home in Riyadh. We're home. You're like, what the fuck are you even talking about, dude? This this reeks of a big CIA op, bro. And once they got over with the Saudis, Ali Mansoor, best <laughs> of luck in your future endeavors, pal. Like, dude, like line it all up in the behavior patterns and the decline of this guy's morality and the creative genius title goes right out the fucking window, doesn't it? Hey, this, this, and you wonder uh, why they're tearing up scripts at three o'clock. Like, 
Motherfucker, you've been busy shitting on people all day. <laughs> all day long, <laughs> you put a couple right? hours in the office. Yeah. All right. Shriz, you're looking good. You got good color. Everyone's facial hairs. Uh, exceptional. Color, brother. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, that fucking hat. Me, you look caramel. <laughs> yeah, I, I was fucking Whitey Ford sings the blues until I got out of here, man. I had to get I had to get in uh, the Caribbean for a minute, so I'm recharged. It's a prerequisite if you're going to come on the sexiest podcast in professional That's wrestling punditry. You have to be caramel at least. So good, good that you did that over in Jamaica. Otherwise, you wouldn't be let in. It's the 1111 boys right here on Hominy Media, HMG. What is going on? Hey, Striz, tell the people where they can find you, sir. Yeah, find me on the X. At string with Steve underscore, and uh, that's about it. <laughs> I got nothing to promote other than next week's show. What's up, Colin Weisson? Tell the people what's up, and thank you for your help today, buddy. What's up? Oh, no problem. So uh, as well as being a former billionaire and a uh, an excellent stock trader, I now am selling art. Uh, this is a piece from my friend uh, Angela Champion. I want to share with you her link. Go and check out some of her beautiful art. Uh, it is amazing. Um, she, I've known this this chick for forever. Um, wow. She has prints. You can buy original artwork. She does acrylic. She does oil. Um, prices range anywhere from fifty to five hundred dollars. Um, some really really great stuff. Definitely go check out Angela Champion Art at artpal.com. That's very cool, man. You want to plug any of your stuff, bro? Just at Colin Weissong on Twitter. That's it. There he goes. There's the man. The Ayatollah. Yeah, the A-Show. Don't forget the A-Show. I'm the A-Show sorry. Yeah. A-Show doing great work on the A-Show, man. The great guests, everything. Yeah. The Ayatollah Ben Hameen, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for gracing us with your presence, sir. Always good to oh, see man. you and listen to what you have to say. Tell the people what's up. It's nice to get to sit at the cool kids table once in a while with you guys, man. Uh, so I'm, I was glad for the last minute catch and uh, thanks for the link to come on over and talk that ship. We had a great time today on Raw and SmackDown review as well as master shoot theater, which I know people were chomping at the bit to get that out. Uh, so I, I hope we didn't disappoint, but we covered a lot of it, Stevie and uh, Vince and myself. So it was a big day to catch up on all all kinds of work, man. But uh, it's still at Ravens Joint, you guys. We need those numbers up. Uh, give it a follow on all social media platforms, and we're gonna have some big announcements uh, coming soon about our grand opening. One of my other clients, actually, if you're in the New York area, upstate New York, you want to come check it out. The uh, Cooperstown Connection uh, Gentlemen's Corner Barbershop are bringing in Mick Foley and uh, as well as uh, Wade Boggs for a signing. So I've got uh, info in the Hami Media Discussion Group for that and WrestleCuse is this weekend. So some of our good brothers up here doing some stuff there. So I'm just busting ass, man, working hard. And there would be no HMG without the WLR, man. All you guys and all your effort throughout the years and being the backbone of the community and the shout outs and all that shit. I can't say how much uh, I appreciate you all. And thank you for being uh, top tier producers and personalities, man. The best will always find each other. And this is proof positive right here. Well, we appreciate you, sir. And save the last, but certainly not least, what's going on? The God of Thunder, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, gracing us with his presence yet another week. So what do we owe the honor, sir? The sexiest what? man in professional wrestling punditry. Tell him what's up, Bells. Well, yeah, I'll, you know, I can't just plug my shit. I got I got shit to talk. But uh, first and foremost, always good to see the Ayatollah, sir. Thank you for joining yeah, us. Man, um, good to see you, buddy. 
Also, I opened the show by uh, stating something for the record. I'd like to close the show by stating something for the record. I've been on this anti-Vince shit for quite a while. I've got, you can go back on podcast before Hami Media Group was really even a thing uh, where the Andrew Bella was talking about how uh, I, I'm looking forward to a day where this motherfucker is not alive anymore. Um, <laughs> shouts, shouts, shouts to fame to uh, to uh, fame black who hit me up over the weekend. We were talking about how I guess probably in the context of like a fabulous moolah type situation with what was going on there. I was like, what do you think Vince has been doing for the last 20 years? And then everyone went, oh, and I'm like, don't oh, all your favorites knew all of them yeah. knew they all knew they all currently know and they've all are about to be exposed. I guess Brock was unfortunately the first domino to fall and quite a fucking domino it was. So uh, we'll uh, we'll see how this all pans out. It's not looking too good there. Uh, that said, you could find me and all my ex excapades on X. At the Andrew Bello, that's T-H to the E-A-N to the D-R-E-W-B-E-L-L-O. And uh, check me out on YouTube. I'm over there as well. Same name, doing rap remixes because why not clearly I love, yeah i love it i love that you're doing your art man and every time you put something out you can just tell it's a next level effort bro that's fucking so good appreciate it hats gotta go though is that me and moose squaring off up there what the fuck it is <laughs> is it i don't even know if i have that picture <laughs> dope my name is Billy Ray Valentine, Billy the Kid, Mecca G, Cody Lode. Hello. You know the deal. Cody Nation, ladies and gents, we're taking applications. You know, so line it up, and we may or may not let you in. It's up to Hooper. You guys don't get to me. You got. You guys got to talk to Hooper. Hooper's going to handle the whole deal. Hey, <laughs> uh, uh, theinfinitefringe.podbeam.com, the Infinite Fringe on Apple Podcast, America Unplugged on AmericaUnplugged.com, and on Rockfin, 12 p.m. Eastern. Every Saturday, freeworld.fm. You know the deal. Go over there and check it out. Yo, Bells. What's that, man? I'll catch your punk ass down the road. <laughs> you hear me? On the road to WrestleMania like where Cody, Cody Rhodes is main eventing. That's where I'll catch you. We'll watch it together, you and I, while Cody Rhodes sits on top of the mountain and beats the, the fake head of the table. All right. And 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 holds the WWE title. Hey, Strid, tell him what's up before we get up out of here. Yo, I like big titties. That's right. Take us out, Colin. <laughs>